Blog Talk Radio. Oh, hello, this is George Gamond. And, you know, I've had some mic problems the last few days, and it's this direct connect with the service here. And I'm used to using Skype, but Skype's not working on the site. So hopefully I have corrected my problem. I wanted to address a different mic that I'm using, which is like crazy how they ever got set up that way. Uh, so confused. I'm so confused. I think I corrected it. Maybe I corrected it. Maybe I didn't correct it, but we'll see in the next few minutes. So bear with me. If I don't have it done for this show, definitely the next show I will have this thing fixed for certain. Okay? So we're going to talk about money. I'm going to have my spirit guides talk to you about money. And But at first I thought, oh, let's just talk about money for a little bit. And I have an interesting article from the History Magazine, uh, the History Channel, History Magazine, about money, the history of money. Ooh, the history of money. A little bit of interesting facts. Now, what is money? Well, you know what money is. You get money for working. Most people actually don't see money anymore, right? Do you agree with me? You don't really see money. You you, you it, it goes into your bank account. You see a number, but you don't necessarily see it, hear it, see it, you know, play with it, touch it, put it under your mattress anymore. It's usually electronic. So money is, you know, yeah, I guess it's just an energy, right? It's just a number. I have X amount in my bank account. Well, it's a number, right? And other people want to accept that number. So what is money? Let's see what Webster, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary says about money. Generally, Something generally accepted as a medium of exchange, a measure of value. And I like that, a measure of a value. Hmm. So you think about it. You got a $20 bill, and you go to the market. It has a value. And people put on their products, this has value. You know, an apple has a certain value, and the orange has a certain value, and a steak has a certain value. And that value adds up what they want in value and you give them the $20 bill, right? And or a $50 bill or right. It's, you know, the debit card, you punch in an X amount of money. That's the value. It has a value. It's nothing more than that. Really. It's a value. It's something attached to a value of something in exchange. Now with inflation, that value goes up and down. And then I guess in our society here, there's a creeping inflation. You know, what $1 would buy in 1930 is not exactly what $1 will buy in 2020. So the value changes over time. Okay, so let's get into a little bit of the history, and then I'll let my spirit guides talk to you a little bit more about this. Okay? So let's say... China created world's first paper money. Now, I'm not going to get into all the gory details and read all these articles, but I thought it was really interesting that in, in European banknotes started in 1661, but actually in the 7th century, the Dang Tang dynasty used coins, and, and it got to be a little heavy. always carried this bag of coins around, right? So they went into this whole thing of having paper certificates for the coin's value. Remember, there used to be gold and silver that that the money had a, a 
a metal value of gold or silver. But I won't get into all that. The Inca built a great empire without the use of money at all. The Aztecs and the Mayans, they had some form they used, you know, beans and other textiles to sell and buy products. So they created their exchange. Well, the Incas, no, no money, no, no exchange. We won't get into all the details on that, but that's interesting. There are, you can function in a society, no, not necessarily the society we have today, without money, right? Medieval merchants developed an early version of the credit card. This was in Europe. And so a financial version of a record-keeping notches were made out of wooden stick to indicate the amount lent or owed. Kind of like a ledger, right? You know, kind of like your bank statement on what you have and how much you owe. Well, your bills tell you that. You know, you do your own balance sheet, right? The idea of a balance sheet. How much do I have and how much do I owe? Right? So it's it, it, interesting how society has changed, but it's all about the value. I like this one. Tsarist Zarist Russia created a ta- tax payable only in animal fur. Interesting, huh? So that was the value. Animal furs, beaver furs, whatever it was, had a value. And so that was how the government wanted to pay, be paid. What, what did they do with it? I don't know. We're not going to get into all that. Right? Paul Revere, I like this. Paul Revere played a key role in the creation of early American currency. You know, the, the British are coming, the British are coming. But he was more known as the silversmith. And so he created the first coins. Okay. And that was in 1793. They consisted... I'm paraphrasing and going through this rather quickly because I don't want to. Okay. They created exactly 11,178 one cent pieces, or $111.78. $11, and it was a rolled copper provided. So it was made out of a rolled copper. Now, if you could find one of those little puppies, they would be worth a fortune. Today, wouldn't they? If you could find one of those early copper coins that were used in 1793, wouldn't that be amazing, right? The first gold rush in American history took place in North Carolina, not California. 1799, 12-year-old son of a farmer named John Reed discovered a gold nugget. Now, check this out. This is this is amazing, right? A gold nugget weighing an estimated 17 pounds. You pick up something that weighs 17 pounds. You can imagine how big this gold nugget was. It was, it was used as a doorstop. <laughs> if you had a 17-pound gold nugget, I don't think you'd be using it as a doorstop. I think you would be in a much safer place, right? It would be worth, I don't know, what's, what's gold cost an ounce now? $300, $600? I forgot. So, you know... You, you know, 16 ounces, 17, yeah, how much would that be worth now? Imagine, really? Can you imagine that? Okay, so counterfeiting was rampant during the American Civil War. We've heard a lot about the American Civil War, but that was pretty common. Um, I think that's it. No, there was just one more point real quick, and it's Fort Knox of Silver. Actually, West Point, not too far from the Military Academy in West Point, there was a place called the West Point Bullion Depository. 
they had they had it still does it has 54 million ounces of gold in deep storage at the facility so it's not Fort Knox you have to go to New York and you have to find this yeah I'm sure the security is pretty amazing there so you can't just walk in can I look at your gold today please no <laughs> no but I, I'm still amazed by the 17-pound gold nugget found in North Carolina. Wow, that's 17.99. Can I imagine? I can imagine that. Okay. Okay. I only have six minutes left. I've been babbling on about money. So let my spirit guys talk to you about money for a minute. Well, George, you've covered it just about all of it. No, we're just kidding. No, money. Money is the value you put on it. But as you can see, that value money just has the value that you extend to it. You just extend it. A ten dollar bill, right? You it 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 registers in your mind a certain amount of value. But you want more money. Well, it's just an energy. We we, we talk about that all the time. Money is an energy. Money is value you put on something. Do you value yourself? How much value do you put on yourself? And what you're able to do and what you're capable to do and how you're able to manifest money or other things in your life. Now, if you're able to manifest certain things, they do equate to money, don't they? You manifest a car, well, that has a value to it. So you've received the value from your manifestations, right? We talk about manifestations a lot, but think about that. Anything you receive of value you can almost equate it to money, right? Somebody buys you a lunch. Okay, that has a value to it. Somebody gives you a birthday gift. It has value to it. So money is just a value that you put on something, whether it be coin or paper money. It's just, or even electronic. You see a figure, you go to your bank statement, and you look at a number. Well, that's a value. You know that that value you can use for something else. So what we're trying to emphasize to people is that you have the ability to increase that value. That the universe would never hold back from adding to that value, giving you more value in your life. Now, do you need actual physical money to have value? No. It could be whatever it is, right? Whatever it is, you're given food. Well, that has value. You, you offer your services. That has value. So how much do you value yourself as, an, as a rate of exchange for money? So do you shortchange yourself? You know, you, you talk in terms of dollars per hour, value per hour. What is your value per hour? Do you underestimate your own value per hour or day or week or month or year? Now, you use a number figure to equate to it, but it's just a number figure. I could say that George is worth a million dollars a year. We could say that. George is worth a million dollars a year. That's a value. That's a number. That, that has value. So what George needs to do or what you need to do is find into your life and bring into your life the equivalent value for that, a million dollars. Well, what has a million dollars of value? Is it work extended? Or is it things that you can bring into your life that you can build up to that value? Now, you talk about the stock market. You invest, you give your money, 
to because you believe a stock is worth a certain value. And then over time, that perceived value of that increases and it becomes more valuable. And if your stock costs a dollar and now it costs $10, well, somebody perceives that to be of more value. So you sell it, right? What we're trying to emphasize to you that it's, it's a value system. Nothing more. The paper itself costs very little. It has no real value other than what you put on the money. So you may not, what do you value yourself? That's our emphasis for you today is how do you value yourself? How do you value yourself? What are you truly worth in society? And the more that you think of your own particular value and your abilities and your talents and your ability to manifest into your life, the greater value you bring into your life. If you devalue yourself, you don't think, I'm poor, right? Oh, I'm poor, I'm broke. Well, you've devalued yourself and you basically said, I'm not worth a lot of money. I'm not worth value. I have no value. I have no value in society. And we would reverse that around and say, you have lots of value. Put value on yourself. The more value you put on yourself, the more value you bring into your life. And that will, you can then exchange that value for other things that are important to you. Or you can take that value and give it to others. You can offer it to others, give them value give them things or things or situations or finances or services that have value. So money is value, but we would emphasize to you, and we keep saying that, but it's important. How do you value yourself? Because the higher you value yourself, the greater your ability is to receive the equivalent value in something that you can exchange for others, to others, for things, for life, so think about that. Think about your own personal value. And we'll talk more about other topics on a different day. Thank you for listening. Bye. So what is your value? I like that. What is your value? How do you value yourself? Are you worth a million dollars? Do you have a million dollars? So carry that attitude around with you, too. They didn't mention that, but that's an interesting point. Carry that attitude around with you. What do you value? And what is your value? And if you project out a certain value, it's going to come back to you. That's what you're going to receive back. That's the law of attraction. So what is your value? Think about it. Okay. This has been fun. I would be back. Maybe I'll, I could be doing a show on, weekend, on the weekends. I'm going to test my sound system again, make sure it's working correctly. And I will be back on Monday. Have a beautiful weekend. Have some fun. Create more value for yourself this weekend. We could talk more about that. That's interesting.